As I reflected on the scripture readings for this weekend of early July, a thought kept popping into my head, recalling the many times my family and I have ventured out on a vacation or a short day trip. Naturally, the goal of these trips was to get away from the daily grind of work and sports activities and enjoy each other's company and maybe get a little rest and relaxation along the way. As we journeyed on these trips more often than I would like to admit, there were times when I was sure I knew where we were going, but as it turned out, I didn't, and I would have been much better off taking the advice of my trusty sidekick of more than 20 years. In the gospel, we hear Jesus say in his prayer to his father, you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned and revealed them to the little ones. Now, I don't really consider myself all that wise, but it did seem like God hid from me the best route to take and revealed it to a little one. After all, my wife is about a foot shorter than me. Vacation struggles aside, Jesus is teaching us an important lesson here. He is acknowledging that the Pharisees and the scribes, those wise and educated leaders of the Jewish faith, despite all of their knowledge and adherence to the many laws, were not able to receive him, the word incarnate. They could not comprehend that they might not have all the answers. They simply could not get out of their own way. It was the little ones who identified Jesus as the Messiah. These little ones were not just children. They were the apostles and all the disciples, everyday people. They truly listened to what Jesus was proclaiming to them, and they decided to follow him. They did not burden their minds with their own notions and agendas. Rather, they had the innocent desire to learn like children. For us, think of all the moments in our lives, even within the 24 hours of a day, where we have the opportunity to hear Jesus, who desires to reveal to us himself and the Father through his Holy Spirit. When you think of these moments, do you see yourself as the wise and the learned, or are you more like the little ones? If you're anything like me, you probably see yourself as both. When you think about these situations, who do you find yourself with? Family members, coworkers, friends, or neighbors, perhaps? In those moments when we think we have it all figured out, are we listening intently, or do we find ourselves getting in our own way? It's pretty easy to tune someone out and fail to really listen when we think we already know the answers. And worse yet, we can start to think about what we want to say before someone is done sharing their thoughts and feelings with us. What if it is during these moments the Holy Spirit is trying to connect with us, to teach us something, to show us his love and mercy in a most unexpected way or from an unassuming source? So how do we become more like those little ones? so that we might be better able to receive the gift of God's grace being revealed to us. Jesus tells us, learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. These are two characteristics that are really challenging, especially in our day and age. Having humility is obviously a good quality to have. It's not hard to get our minds around that. If we don't take ourselves too seriously, we stand a lot better chance to make room in our hearts to receive the graces that God wants to pour over us, oftentimes through the actions and words of the others around us. But this can be hard to do in times when we are self-centered and fail to recognize these moments. But it is that second characteristic, meekness. That one is a bit harder to grasp. How often in today's world are we told to be quiet, gentle, and submissive? That sounds like a recipe for disaster. 
to get trampled on and discarded. But it is not that at all. For one, we remember that Jesus himself told us these words and he would never lead us to destruction. In fact, it's quite the opposite. For us to be meek is to be submissive in a way that allows us to let our guard down and let in the word of God, to be willing to learn and be changed by the Holy Spirit. Jesus modeled these characteristics for us in the most perfect way possible. He gently submitted to the will of his Father to enter into our humanity and grant us our salvation by humbly dying on the cross. If we embrace the call to be meek and humble of heart, or at least make small steps in that direction, we can then better understand what Jesus means when he says, Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. As, as well as when he says, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. The scribes and Pharisees lost sight of the true worship desired by God and placed heavy burdens on the Jewish people through their extensive laws. For centuries, Christianity in particular, our Catholicism, has been looked at by many as a rigid set of rules that restrict our freedom. Without open minds and hearts to know and live for Christ, the Ten Commandments and the Greatest Commandment could feel like you are shackled to a ball, of chain, a ball and chain. In reality, it's the other way around. It is the moments when we turn away from God and we fail to treat others as we would like to be treated. It is this sin that is the real ball and chain. And we find ourselves shackled to it. Fortunately for us, God gives us the grace of his sacraments, in particular, the sacrament of reconciliation. When we walk out of church after reconciliation, we are freed from the burden of sin, that heavy burden can even feel as though a real weight is lifted off of our shoulders. You might even find a skip in your step. Our souls can now be at peace and rest in God's glorious gift of forgiveness. With the wisdom of Christ and his church, we can come to know the reality of Jesus's words, that his yoke is there to guide and instruct us. It is a harness for our for discipline and it directs the works of our lives. Much like when Jesus draped that heavy wooden cross on his shoulders on his march to Calvary, he also joins us in our walk of faith, walking side by side and sharing that yoke, making the burden light for us. Lastly, we hear Jesus tell us, Come to me, all who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. This is our reward, the yoke of Jesus, that can give respite to those who labor and are burdened. No matter the stage of life that we find ourselves in, the challenges we face or the joys that we embrace, it all carries a spiritual burden and busyness that can distract us and draw us away from God. There is no doubt we live in a time of infinite distractions that can wear us down, but Jesus gives us the promise of rest in him. So during this season of vacations and recreation where we seek a little bit of physical and mental rest and relaxation, let us take the moments to pay attention to those little ones to seek the Lord during this time and come to him so that he might give you rest.